Hi, people. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever in the world you're listening from. It's your girl, Annie Chucks, on Journey Towards Purpose podcast again. And I'm here for you on a new episode. Today, we'll be talking about love and forgiveness. Love and forgiveness. Love makes the world go round. What does love mean to you? What does it really mean when we say we love someone or when you say you love someone? How do you feel when you love someone? I'm not talking about being in love. I'm not talking about the um, love that gives you butterflies in your tummy. This is a faith-based podcast. And so we're talking about the love of God. Sorry to bust your bubble. However, what do we mean when we say, I forgive you? When someone has hurt you, someone has hurt you real bad and deeply, such that you begin to ask yourself, what was I thinking when I became friends with this human? What was I thinking when I allowed this person into my life? What was I thinking when I chose to speak with this person on our very first meeting and this supposed person hurts you real bad? Could be a friend, could be a lover, could be your husband, be a wife, could be your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad. Well, when it comes to mom and dad, those are relationships that we do not choose because um i mean you don't ask to be born so say you have a mom or a dad that um doesn't show you love the way you would want to be shown or probably had bad experiences in their own life while they were growing up and so they don't know how to love you know i would always say you can't pour from an empty cup That's why knowledge is profitable. Knowledge and wisdom is profitable to direct. And so if you fall under that, um, you know, category of relationships that you do not choose, how do you forgive? How do you continue to forgive? Knowing fully well that this person is not going to live your life. Knowing fully well that um, this person is there to stay. Well, there has, there has been cases of, you know, people who cut off their family members because they do, do not have peace of mind, you know, in search of peace. So basically, I've touched around love and forgiveness randomly. So let's get right into it. We're going to be going through some Bible verses as usual. If you've been listening to this podcast, you would know that We can hardly talk about any topic, you know, without referring to the Bible because the Bible is the greatest book that was ever written. Yes, the Bible holds all the information about our lives that we could possibly ever need. So we're going to be starting with 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 to 7 
if you're listening and you have your Bible, kindly um, read along or open the passage so that you can be in tune with what we're talking about. But if you're busy doing something else, kindly go ahead to listen because we will be reading out the Bible verse. And so 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1 to 7. It says, If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, And if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor, and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rec- it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That's it. There you have it. Love according to the greatest book ever written. Now, going through all that we just read, do we actually believe that we are capable of loving someone, especially someone who has hurt us so deeply? Do we believe that we can love? Really? fully and completely think about it can you love do you show love do you show love only when this love is beneficial to you do you show love only when you think you're going to get something back do you ponder think deeply it's very important that you think about this and while you're having a ponder we'll go over to 2nd John verse 1 pardon me 2nd John chapter 1 verse 6 and this says love means doing what God has commanded us and he has commanded us to love one another just as you heard from the beginning just as you heard from the beginning love one another as I have loved you those are the words of Jesus love one another as I have loved you can we really encapsulate the love of Jesus how many of us can actually die on the cross of Calvary for mankind How many of us can give our son 
or our daughter as a sacrifice for mankind. What could ever get to a love as great as that? I mean, how could we ever love as much as that? Think about it. Can you? We can't. It's not impossible, but I don't think there's any human being on earth who can love as much as Jesus loves us. But we can try. He found us worthy in our unworthiness. And so we can at least try. We can at least struggle to show love that would get to at least one tenth, two tenths, three tenths, four tenths, five tenths of the way Christ loves us. Can we try? I would love to try. Would you love to try? I know that um, you could experience, you could have really horrible experiences in life. You know, you know when I, when I, whenever I speak, I try to, you know, uh, put myself in the shoes of someone who could be going through a lot. We all go through a lot, you know, in our different capacities. Pain is relative, like I would say. But then, yes, you think about what this person has done. It really hurts you bad. But then think about the hurt that you may have caused someone else. Think about it. Or you really want to believe that you've never hurt anyone? Are you really blameless that you have never hurt anyone? Hmm. Think about that too. Because if Christ could actually come and die for each and every one of us, regardless of what we have done in the past, and then our eyes get opened and then we see that he actually died for us, we understand that and we are mortified and humbled at the thought of what he did for us. That should be... um, kind of like a stepping stone for us to render forgiveness to people who have hurt us. Don't you think? I think. Matthew chapter 6 verse 14 to 15 says, If you forgive those who sin against you, Your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive you. He will not forgive your sins. Inasmuch as um, God sent Jesus to die for our sins and give us the opportunity of a new life, he also gave us free will. He gave us the opportunity. He he loves us so much. He loves us so much that he gives us free will. The opportunity to say yes and say no. He also sends the Holy Spirit to guide us. But we still have free will. 
we still have free will. And so if you decide that you do not want to forgive those who have hurt you, that you do not want to show love to people around you, I'm sorry, but you can't hold God and say, you have to forgive me when you haven't forgiven others. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to bust your bubble. So, now the question is, how many times do we have to forgive? How many times do we have to forgive someone who has hurt us? Do we have to keep forgiving? Why? What is enough? Like, how can, how, at what point do I get to say, I've gotten to my limit? I can't forgive you no more. When? How? At what point? And so to answer this, we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 18. uh, From verse 21. And this also covers the parable of the unforgiving servant. And so it says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Aha, 70 times seven. There's our answer. 70 times seven. Now, when you calculate that, punch that on your calculator, who is going to be counting? I mean, like, even if the person is a has a demon spirit in them and they keep hurting and hurting and hurting and hurting you are you going to keep calculating until it gets to 70 times seven times are you and so verse 24 we continue therefore the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him in the process one of his debtors who brought was brought in who owed him millions of dollars he couldn't pay so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife his children and everything he owned to pay the debt but the man fell down before his master and begged him please be patient with me and i will pay it all Then his master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. Pardon me, I'm reading New Living Translation. So if you're hearing dollars, I mean like, of course there were no dollars in the time of the Bible, but you know what I mean. We're talking about money here. So I continue. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant i forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me 
Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servants, just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. These are the words of Jesus, speaking on the parable of the unforgiving servant. You know, Jesus used parables to teach wisdom to the people of those days. Some of the parables were so straightforward, like this one, talking about forgiveness. And some of them, not as, you know, not as straightforward. You'll have to think about it and, you know, put in the pieces. And have a de- some of them have deeper understanding, you know. You have to think and ponder. Jesus was the greatest man that ever lived. I mean, he's the son of God, so... We shouldn't expect less. Back to the topic on forgiveness and love. So, forgiveness. Forgiveness. You know, there are some situations you will think about on um, hurt. I I heard about a story recently. I saw that. I think I saw that on social media. It was a story about... um, an employee who who stole from a, a, a lady and she forgave him he went to prison though he paid he, he did time in prison and um, no pardon me he didn't steal he actually committed murder he killed a member of her family. Yes, he killed a member of her family. He went to, he went to do time and when he came out, she employed him again. And guess what? He killed her. When I saw the story, I'm like, "Huh?" So basically, um in as much as the Bible says forgive 70 times seven times the bible also says wisdom is profitable to direct so in forgiveness this means you're lifting off the burden because when you're when when you decide you do not want to forgive someone you're you're actually not doing you 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 think you you think you may have the upper hand but actually you do not because the burden is actually in your own heart when you forgive, you'll notice there's a burden that is lifted off of you. You've left it. You've left the whatever that person did to you. You've left it for God. Because God, let, let, let God be the judge. Okay? So, whenever you forgive, you're lifting off that hurt from your heart. You're actually doing yourself good. Let's be honest here. Whenever, I, whenever someone hurts me and I kneel down and I ask God to help me forgive this person that did this to me, I feel lighter when, when, whenever I finish praying about you know such. And I actually feel like I do forgive the person from my heart. But now when it comes to she forgiving this person and then employing the person again, um... 
Wisdom is profitable to direct. You can forgive someone and stay away from that person. Especially if that person is not asking for your forgiveness. Especially if that person has not changed. You know, the book of wisdom and proverbs is in the Bible and is for us to receive sense. I would, I, was, I would say that like my Nigerian brothers and sisters. For you to have wisdom and understanding. And also the Holy Spirit is within us too for guidance. So in forgiving, it doesn't say be foolish. Yes, the Bible says forgive 70 times, 7 times, but it doesn't say be foolish. You can forgive, but not be but decide not to remain in a physically abusive relationship. You can forgive, but decide that you do not want to continue to remain in the situation where the person can hurt you continually. That's just being wise. But then you know you've forgiven the person. You know that you no longer hold the grudge in your heart. For that person that's what we're talking about we're not talking about remaining in situations that no longer serve you we're talking about removing the grudge and hatred and and um and strife from your heart that's what we're focusing on and then you ask the holy spirit to guide you on relating with this person if you're going to remain in that relationship okay so um we're back to our bibles and now we're on to um psalm 32 verse 5 is a bible verse that talks about um forgiveness that's actually david in the bible um you know, the book of Psalms actually addresses um, David's songs to God. And some of them involve different things. Forgiveness. Like uh, if you if you want to make a prayer on, on forgiveness to God, I'll advise you read Psalm 51 while making your prayer. So Psalm 51 generally is on forgiveness when you want to pray to God about forgiveness. So we go to Psalm 32 verse 5 and it says, Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. I'll take that line again. All my guilt is gone. That's what happens when God forgives us. The guilt goes away. He blesses us because he's no longer angry. I mean, his love stands the test of time, you know. But that's what happens when he forgives us. So when you actually want to forgive someone from your heart, it's good that you ask God to help you forgive. He will help you. And who also advise you on whether 
that relationship still serves you or not because trust me there are situations where god pulls people out of situations that he feels are no longer good for their christian life or for their spirituality with christ and so let's also look at isaiah 43 verse 5 which says i yes i alone will blot out your sins and will never think of them again you know there are times when you ask god for forgiveness and um even we as human beings you know we ask god for forgiveness and time passes you know god has most likely forgotten about what we've done and then we keep reminding ourselves say ah god i'm sorry i did this thing back then god has forgiven you he has forgotten about it but we will still be reminding ourselves so we also need to forgive ourselves you know of mistakes we've made in the past especially before we're called to christ we have to think about you know our past and forgive ourselves and look ahead forge ahead because the past is gone the present is a present given to you by god because you're still alive and so you look ahead to the future okay why are we talking about love and forgiveness why why are we talking about love and forgiveness on journey towards purpose podcast because god's love is already there waiting for us to receive if we haven't already and all he requires is for us to love one another as he loves us it's important that we have a clear conscience on our journey towards our purpose in christ because well it is a journey so journeys are being prepared for like when you want to go to a farm you have to have your farming equipment when you go want to go to school you have to have the required um, books that you will need and and stuff so basically um this discussion on love and forgiveness is preparing you preparing me preparing us on this journey because when we love when we show love and we forgive it opens us up to so many possibilities we're able to think clearly we're able to focus keyword there focus we're able to focus on um, what God wants for us. We're able to th- we're able to um, do away with the burden on our heart caused by unforgiveness. We're able to do away with strife. Strife is a terrible thing. It's it's very bad. It's that built up built up unforgiveness. It makes you bitter and it's so unnecessary. And trust me when I say that it can actually make you physically sick. If you didn't know this before, please know it now. Some of the cancers that you hear about, cancer of this, cancer of that, 
Some of them are actually caused by bitterness. Did you know? If you didn't know, you're welcome. And so, I know it's not easy. That's why he has sent the Holy Spirit to be within us as our guide through life's journey. That's why yielding to the Spirit is important. You see, on this yielding to the Spirit, I will not lie. I'm I'm still a student. I yield, but I'm trying to yield more. Join me on this journey. Listen to the Spirit of God. It's very important. Very, very important. If you cannot forgive, we are not capable of love. If you cannot forgive, you are not capable of love. And then you cannot fully experience the unrequited love God has for you. And I say unrequited because no matter what we do, it cannot match the love of Christ. It cannot match the love that Christ has for us. You know, every day I marvel. I marvel at his love for me. I ask myself, what did I do to deserve the love that Christ has for me? And when I say love, I'm not talking about material love. I'm not thinking about, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. But the love of Christ is, is so awes me that, oh, when I think about his love for me, eh? Let's not get into that right now. Let's not get into that. So we have to keep striving daily by the help of the Spirit to forgive and show love to one another. So help us God. If you've been listening to me all along, we're still on the Journey Towards Purpose podcast. We've been talking about love and forgiveness. And I'd like to give you an e-hug right now if you've been listening to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we're about to call it a day for today. Till the next time, it's your girl, Annie Chucks. Keep being real. Keep being you. Keep um, hoping on God on this journey of ours. And cheers to you. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. Bye now.